I always laugh because I feel like Evergreen found me. I didn't find Evergreen. And people have asked me recently, you know, do you see yourself staying there long-term or do you know, it's, do you think you'd ever go anywhere else? And I'm like, you know, you could pay me triple, but my personal values align so well with the organizational values. That is something you can't put a price tag on. So it's just a really cool feeling to be in a place that um, alignment is just the best word I can think of. At Evergreen Retirement Community, we know that as our residents age, their world starts to narrow down and contract. Our mission at Evergreen is to help our residents open that world as they watch it and feel it expand. So with this podcast, we will be keeping you up to date on new developments, announcements for our staff, and highlights of the experiences of our residents as they connect, grow, and open up to the new. As we say at Evergreen, possibilities await. Let's go now to the Stories from Evergreen podcast. Hello, everybody. This is MJ Durkin, your host for the Stories from Evergreen podcast, an exceptional place to work and live. Uh, We are really glad that you are here for this amazing podcast. Always reminding you to uh, go to um, evergreenoshkosh.com as a way to really get a feel for everything that we're doing here. Uh, Also, um, Lyndon Oaks. Tell me, Teresa, Linda, Linda Oak, Linden Oaks, Linden Oaks, Oshkosh.com. Oshkosh.com. Okay. Yep. That's another great place to see the, uh, uh, the pocket community and the pocket neighborhood. And if you have a chance to listen to one of our previous episodes, you'll hear Teresa and I, Teresa saying to me tongue in cheek, well, I'm glad that we've described everything that a pocket could be now, MJ. Thank you very much. <laughs> we nailed it. I was a great, my son loved that one. He was like, Dad, she like took you down. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I said she did it in a very nice way. So we uh, we have a lot of fun on this podcast because guess what? Evergreen Retirement Community is a pretty fun place. And to talk about fun and all kinds of other good things at Evergreen, uh, we have uh, Aaron Sanders and Teresa Brockman. How are you, ladies, today? Doing well, thanks. Great, great. You're living it up. Great, great. Living it up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're living it up in Oshkosh. That that should really be another, you know, possibilities await. Everything's better in Oshkosh. You know, you're always a kid to someone. Man, you know. Yeah, and we've li- got some good taglines for sure. And, and living it <laughs> and living it up in Oshkosh. Living it up in Evergreen. That's a good one. So uh, uh so for all of the uh, the staff, the community. Um, any of the residents that are listening, this is our chance to kind of kind of um, uh, peek behind the curtain a little bit, talk to you about why this great uh, organization um, works so well, has such a great reputation. By the way, uh, our last podcast we talked about, uh, or the, the podcast before actually, was the, the sixth uh, best place to retire in the Midwest. Um, holy smokes. I mean, the features and benefits of Oshkosh just keep adding up. And we have great conversations. So, uh, Teresa and Aaron, you know, Aaron is the uh, the VP of HR, and uh, she is uh, really always looking for great talent. Uh, remember that if you go to um, evergreenoshkosh.com, go to that careers tab and look up there. And Aaron just wants to get a conversation going with you and Anne and Kendra. Is that right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> All right. No notes. <laughs> they call me no notes, MJ. That's so, Ann and Kendra, they just want to have a conversation with you. So go to that careers tab and just uh, 
what do they do, Aaron? They just put in their name, address, email, maybe say, I'm interested in talking with you about uh, careers and potential at Evergreen for a job. Yep. They will have to click on a job, but it doesn't have to be the job that they want to apply for. So we click on the job, name, address, or name, email, and phone number. That's all we need. Excellent. So that's great. So don't, so click on some job. Don't worry if it's a, a job that, you, that doesn't look like your life's ambition, click on it, give them the information they want to start at. I love what you said a couple podcasts ago. They just want to start a conversation with you and they've got lots of opportunities. And if you've listened to a couple of the previous podcasts, you've heard some amazing people talk about careers, about growing, about building a retirement income, about um, uh, uh, being promoted from within. Holy smokes, this is a great place to work and live. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, the continuation of the uh, the values, uh, which is the eight values of Evergreen. Um, Teresa, why don't you start us off? And uh, you, you mentioned to us in the pre-interview, uh, we're going to do uh, uh, Evergreen Values 2.0. We, <laughs> did, we got through four of them last time. Tell us a little bit about how the, the values kind of um, I don't want to say drive evergreen, but kind of uh, guide evergreen, I think is a better word for that. Absolutely. Um, you know, our culture is, everyone's culture is always changing by the people who come to work there, by the people who are coming to live here. Um, everyone has influence on the culture of our organizations. So when our board came together to create these values, it was really to kind of create, uh, we call it a compass, essentially, to help lead the work that we do. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about integrity, innovation, quality, and teamwork. And those points kind of being, that's the way that we strive to get work done with integrity, innovation, quality, and teamwork. So that's really the driving factor in the nitty gritty work. Um, today, we're going to talk about the second set of four values. And that's um, really, we call them the moral compass points. So these are a little bit bigger, a little bit more ambiguous. Um, but again, very important to our culture and how we get work done. Well, it's fascinating too, because I didn't realize, um, had you, did you split them that way when we talked about them? You know, unintentionally we did. Yeah. Cause I like, yeah. uh, th- this is a distinction I'm hearing today. Cause you know, there's no flies on MJ and you know, right. if you, <laughs> I, Aaron if you're, and I knew we just didn't verbalize it to you when we talked last time. So yeah, well, I, yeah. Okay. So, so those were, those were the, the, the four values were the, the get the work done. They were the driving. And this is more of, uh, this is more of the heart and soul. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is the heart and soul of evergreen. So um, so number one, uh, the one, number one we wanted to talk about is spirituality. Uh, so, um, y- usually the person who's the most spiritual and the closest to God is usually the one that takes this one. So we'll decide, I'll let you ladies decide which one will take it. Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. says, Teresa, you go. I think it's more of a not it type scenario. But it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I'll take spirituality. Um, it's funny because I think this might be the one we went back and forth with the most (coughs) team um, because really what does it mean to be spiritual? And I would be remiss if I didn't say, um, you know, Evergreen, our mission is we are guided by Christian ideals and we were founded by a group of people from the United Methodist church. So we still have those very close ties with the United Methodist church in town. um, And that affiliation is, has been a huge influence on who we are, how we operate um, and it impacts 
our work daily. Um, so spirituality being one of our values made perfect sense. Um, and when the board created that specific value, they talked about honoring God, which has beautiful sentiment. Um, mm -hmm. We do want to honor God in all that we do. Um, but as our organization is growing, um, as the culture in our country is growing to be more inclusive and, you know, what does God really mean to you? It's different to you than it is to me. Is it a higher being? Is it a spirit? Um, you know, we don't want to discriminate anybody just because they may not believe in the same God that we do. So we welcome people of all faiths to come and live here. Um, we welcome people of all faiths to come and work here. So honoring God was a bit tricky. How did we really get to the heart of spirituality without leaving people out? Mm. Um, so as we talked as a group, I think we came up with a really great I statement and it's, I am respectful of others' beliefs. Because I think at the root of any religion, at the root of spirituality, being respectful to one another, you know, the golden rule, treat other people how you want to be treated, is really the end-all be-all in so many Hinduism, Buddhism, Christianity. Um, it's being a good person to others and respecting their beliefs. So um, breaking it down made perfect sense in that way. I am respectful of others' beliefs. That's how we live out spirituality here. Well, I love it because, you know, what we're also talking about, what I, what I hear, uh, one of the benefits of being an outsider to Evergreen and being being an interviewer and, and someone who gets to really ask the questions um, and get a feel for what you all are all about, um, it seems to me that uh, what I hear a lot is a lot of honoring of each other in the Evergreen community, right? You're honoring the residents, you're you're honoring the your workers. You're working with 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 teamwork, with integrity. Um, you're you're smiling. I, I keep picturing Evergreen is like this camp. I love the campus. You know, I talk about the campus all the time. I just see all these people on the campus smiling at each other, you know, and 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 really enjoying helping each other, being together, working with each other. Um, it doesn't surprise me that it comes out uh, that that your organization comes from a a spiritual origin, right? And um, and and when we're uh, uh, look, I, I think when we're honoring people, we're honoring their personality, we're honoring their spirit, we're honoring who they are. Uh, it seems to me we're honoring God, and and I'll say, God as you understand Him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So exactly. so we'll stay we'll stay out of that sticky mud of you know. You should you should believe in this God or that God. You pick the God you want to understand, but you know we want to we want to see the uh, the beauty inside of each person at Evergreen. Is that uh, human heartbeats? I, yes, the beauty of the human heartbeats. The beauty of the human heartbeat. Oh no, now I got another one. <laughs> <laughs> the bumper sticker factory coming out of of Evergreen. We just can't help ourselves. <laughs> uh, well, you know you you come. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those one-liners come out of all that heart and soul and all that, you know, damn kindness. And if somebody runs out of money, you take care of them anyway. You know, it's those, it's those, 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 uh, those crazy values that you have of taking care of people. Um, so Aaron, any, anything to add from your perspective on the, on the spirituality uh, in those discussions? I could not have said it better. Awesome. Awesome. Well, then we're going to, we're going to pass uh Pass it on to you. And so let's get the let's get the first uh, statement. Um, so the I statement. So everybody, uh, if you're new to the podcast, 
so originally these values were developed years ago. Um, and then just recently, as the the um, as the leadership team tried to make make things more personal and make them more tangible, they came up with these I statements to kind of take that value and kind of Teresa helps a person to put it into practice, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And as we were doing this, I remember a story um, of the people who came in and kind of got the ball. Well, they intentionally get the ball rolling on this project, but we were talking about our true north. And these people had also worked with um, the Green Bay Packers. Hmm. And they talked about how as they were touring a stadium, they went down to the laundry room and somebody was folding socks. And Aaron, correct me, I'm going to, I might mumble this a little bit, but um, he could recite their mission and values perfectly to this random group of people who was touring through. Um, and that's what we wanted to be able to emulate too. Like our front end staff, we wanted them to not just see the words on a wall, but to be able to really understand what it meant to live them, to help bring our culture to life. Um, so it was really for a lot for staff too, to help them understand and live the values. Powerful, powerful. I love it. I love it. So, um, so tell me, uh, so Aaron, uh, talk to me about, uh, the set. Oh, so I, I, I know I'm skipping here because so repeat the, the I statement to me again for number one, please. I am respectful of others beliefs. I am respectful of others beliefs. Perfect. Aaron, you want to talk to us a little bit about the second value wellness? Sure. So the statement that the board had come up with for wellness was providing choices to grow oneself in mind, body, and spirit. And I think that covers all aspects of wellness, right? It's not just about physical wellness. Um, it's, you know, mind and spirit in there too. And then the I statement that we came up with was I contribute to an environment that is safe and filled with possibilities, which you know, we have an entire life enrichment team that is contributing to this environment every day. It's just all they do. And I think we all are doing it in our own ways, but to have an entire team committed <laughs> to this. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You have a life enrichment team? Yes. <laughs> you, guys, you guys surprise me on every podcast. Holy smokes. <laughs> I got it. I got to get up my bicycle in the beautiful Bonnie and I got to get it to get to Oshkosh. So tell me about the, what is the life enrichment team? That's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally their Their work is to enrich the lives of residents. It's to get to know residents um, and what, you know, what their passions are, you know, what did they do? before they came to Evergreen that gave them joy. So the life enrichment team is out there like talking to the residents, visiting with them, conversing, hearing stories, asking for advice, like like they're connecting with the residents, the life yeah. enrichment team. Yeah, that's where it starts is making the connections with residents. Right, right. And then, and then moving forward, it's, um, you know, starting clubs, um, getting them connected with other residents that 
are interested in the same things that they are. Um, You know, if we have a lot of former teachers or professors or veterans, um, it's making sure that they're making those connections within the campus as well. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. So, and tell us, uh, so the wellness is not, now now you're all about wellness because you have, you've, you've really invested in the, the aquatic center. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have a you have a really amazing uh, uh, health facility. Yeah. Right. And it, that's available for the residents as well as the staff. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I love that uh, that membership. And then um, so it sounds like the the life enrichment team is helping people with their their spirit, with their communication. Right. With, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, connectedness. Right. And what yeah. was the what was the other one you said besides uh, uh, spirit and mind and body mind and, body and spirit and mind yeah and so obviously is the life enrichment team also helping with with the mind too or um, what is what is the feeling on that yeah of course I think we all are just interactions with residents talking with them you know, having them just share their story with one person. Um, we also have our fitness and aquatic center staff there. They do brain training. Um, and then, you know, our therapy staff, our resident assistants, our nurses, they're all contributing to the, the, the physical, you know, and mental wellness yeah. of our residents too. Just blows me away. Just blows me away. What a, what a great, uh, what a great place. So, um, and so could you repeat the I statement for me again? Sure. I contribute to an environment that is safe and filled with possibilities. I contribute to an environment that is safe and what? Filled with possibilities. And filled with possibilities. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, um, Way back in the beginning, a few months ago, when we started the podcast, uh, Evergreen CEO Ken Arneson said, he said, when people get older, their lives tend to get narrower. They tend to get smaller. Uh, and one of the things that uh, that this amazing community does here at Evergreen is works to open up people's lives. And uh, by connecting them to more wellness uh, is... Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna that's going to widen uh, the a person's life and and, and make them um, uh, uh, you know the possibilities. I love the idea of possibilities, which of course is another another thing uh, here at Evergreen. So um, so Teresa, take us into is it compassion is the third one? Compassion, yes. Um, responding to others with love, concern, and respect. I think compassion is so significant because. I mean, we are dealing with the end of life, even if people are living here independently and they're still thriving and they still have that meaningful purpose. Um, there's still a lot of end of life transitions that people are dealing with as far as losing friends and loved ones. Mm. We have many, many residents here who've lost children. Mm. Um, you know, as a parent myself, I can't imagine losing my kiddos now they're teenagers, but to be 90 years old, the odds that you lose a child by that point um, is fairly common. Mm. So just being, you know, knowing who we're serving and really understanding that it is a different phase of life and doing so um, with love and respect. The statement we came up with is I am caring, understanding and respectful. 
um, you know, you, you don't live in other people's shoes, but we need to make sure that we are being um, cognizant of what those shoes might look like. Um, and, you know, you segued perfectly when you talked about the funnel, life tends to get smaller as you age and our goal is to keep it wide open. Um, and I think being compassionate of reality for our residents is a huge piece of that. Well, you know, look, uh, compassion, uh, you know, uh, is, is saying that I may not have walked in your shoes. You know, I may not really understand. And of course, we have to be careful when we, you know, we, we think we know what somebody's been through. We think we know what it's like. You know, I remember years ago, a, a very close mentor of mine apologized to me years later. And he said, you know, um, uh, he said to, to my former wife and I, he said, you know, I, uh, we, we lost a daughter early on. And he said, he said, I thought that I knew what I was talking about. And he said, and I heard somebody talk on a radio station about you. If it doesn't happen to you, you really don't know. And he apologized to me and he said, I told you some things like kind of get over it, you know, kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. I probably was not all that compassionate. So, yeah. you know, we, uh, we, we think we understand now, if you've actually been there, <laughs> if you've actually been there, you're a pretty good person to, you know, to give that compassion and say, mm -hmm. yes, I have been there, but, uh, uh, but certainly, you know what I heard Aaron say before, which I really liked about the, the life enrichment team was, and I think it's a part of compassion, is you're really willing to listen, right? Yes, because, because, because what, an, what a gift, what a gift when we, that we give to people, the residents, your teammates, uh, people in the community, when we authentically listen to people, right? It's really, really, really powerful. Um, anything else to say on, on compassion? No. You know, the, the, the lions, the, the, the lions club around here has these signs, uh, in, in Connecticut, they say, be kind, you know, <laughs> and they're, they're all, they, they have the lions logo and the purple and the yellow and says, be kind. And I was like, who's, who's posting those be kind signs, you know? it's the the lions club so <laughs> compassion awesome so um so aaron you want to take us into um into our fourth one sure stewardship uh stewardship stewardship uh, i wrote down i wrote down stewardness so i'm looking <laughs> at stewardness and i'm going i can't yeah. ask that question because a oh. it's not a word and b <laughs> I will sound like an idiot interviewer. So I'm just like, <laughs> I hope she tells me what number four is because I know it's not stewardness. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think we're talking about stewardesses today. So, no. okay, great. Stewardship. Thank you. Yes. Stewardship. <laughs> Stewardship. Is using wisely our gifts of time, talent, and treasure. And our I statement was, I use time and resources wisely. So actually not that different. Um, we used a lot of the, we used a couple of the same words. Um, but I think the time and resources spoke more to employees. Um, the, the words time, talent, and treasure together are really beautiful. I, I like that combination. Um, but when I'm, you know, when I'm thinking of decisions that I'm making, I'm, I, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, am I using my time and resources wisely? Because both are limited. Both are limited. So they need to be used wisely. Nice. Nice. Teresa, anything to say about how you, you, you talk to, talk to your team about implementing stewardship? Absolutely. Um, 
you know, Evergreen is unique in that we are a nonprofit. Um, and we talk a lot about our foundation and the gift that that is to our organization and how that works. And especially in senior living, there seem to be these two silos of care. There's the for-profit corporate structure and there's the nonprofit, which I guess really is any industry. But in, in ours, it just sure. there's a significant distinction there because when our residents pay their bills, um, we are responsible for how that money is used throughout our campus. So when we say using our time and resources wisely, um, it is literally our residents' dollars paying to live here that we are using. So we, you know, we often talk about, um, oh my God, our CFO is going to kill me. Um, <laughs> don't tell Billy Joe. No, it's all good. She won't. Um, but just, you know, do we love it or do we need it? Is this something that would make my job really easy to have iPad tablets all over the place so that I could just point things out? But is that really a wise use of our residents' resources we're paying to live here? Would our money be better spent um, with our life enrichment team, you know, funding activities to enrich the lives of the people who live here, you know, and as a nonprofit, the money goes back into our organization that doesn't split among the team as other organizations are. So um, that being aware of where these dollars are coming from and putting them back into the organization helps us make decisions so sometimes very differently uh -huh. than we may. Well, uh, you know, good stewardship is is about um, it, it, it is is about being prudent. It's about being careful. Mm -hmm. It's about uh, I, I, what did you say? You said, "Do we love it or do we need it?" What a great question to ask about stewardship. You know, is this a luxury? <laughs> you know, is this just some luxury because we have the money, we can do it? Mm -hmm. You know, or. Is this, a, is this a wise use of our money? A good stewardship is about, you know, it's about getting a return on the investment. Yes. Right? What's the return? If we're, if we're going to, you know, Aaron, what you said, you know, uh, time is, is limited, right? If I'm going to put time in here, I want to see what the return is going to be, right? We want to get a good, being a good steward is about giving a good, a good return. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, you know, whether it's time, whether it's your talent or whether it's your treasure. I love those three T's. Oh, my gosh. Time, time, talent, treasure. That's awesome. But um, but good stewardship is about uh, about managing resources wisely and um, and everybody benefiting as much as possible. So so um, as we land this plane, uh, the um, all of our listeners can hear the. You know, uh, these ladies talk about uh, these these other four values, these these core values, these, um, if you will, um, these values from the heart, spirituality, wellness, compassion, stewardship, not stewardness, as some of you might think. Um, exactly. <laughs> if we can't laugh at ourselves, exactly, we're in big trouble. And the beautiful Bonnie will tell you, MJ laughs at himself every single day. <laughs> about uh, his mistakes and his crazy ruminations. Um, so, any any uh, final points, Aaron? You want to want to um, make any any final comments about the uh, the values and and the fact that uh, the fact that you work every day with a team of people that has eight values that you can point to. You have I statements. What's that like? It's pretty cool, right? It is very cool. Uh, sometimes it seems a little overwhelming 
there are a lot of them, <laughs> but I think with the I statements, it's they've become much more clear to me. And it all comes down to helping me make the best decisions for the people that live here and work here and the community that Evergreen serves. So, I mean, we need those. Otherwise, God knows what I'd be doing. <laughs> well, there's, uh, you know, like Teresa said, it's the, the compass. Look, uh, you know, you mentioned the idea of put, putting your time in. Uh, all day long, human beings have to figure out what is the next most important thing to do. Yeah. Right. And we evaluate that based on its importance to us. And these eight values allow you to say, if you're sitting there going, I don't know what to do next. <laughs> right. You can look at these eight values as your true north mm-hmm. and say, okay, if, if I take actions that are, that, that promote wellness, if I take actions that are, uh, promote compassion and spirituality, if I'm honoring uh, honoring God by honoring the people that I'm going to talk to in the next 15 minutes, then it's helping you to decide, you know, what to do. It guides your actions. And this is as, as Teresa says, it's the compass. You point the compass, the compass says, go this direction, say, okay, start walking in that direction. Perfect. Great, great end cap to that. Teresa, any final comments on those? No, I completely agree. Um, I always laugh because I feel like Evergreen found me. I didn't find Evergreen. Mm -hmm. And people have asked me recently, you know, do you see yourself staying there long-term or do you know, it's, do you think you'd ever go anywhere else? And I'm like, you know, you could pay me triple, but my personal values align so well with the organizational values. That is something you can't put a price tag on. Mm -hmm. So it's just a really cool feeling to be in a place that, um, Alignment is just the best word I can think of. So if anyone listening to this felt that they also aligned with these values, um, you know, definitely check out the careers page because you can't put a price tag on that. Yeah, absolutely. What a great way to end that. Yes, it's it's all about alignment. If 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 what we've talked about on this podcast and other podcasts resonates with you, um, there's three things I'm going going to recommend. Uh, number one. Um, you might consider checking out um, Evergreen to uh, to take care of a loved one. Uh, it might be time to take a tour, get down there, see what's available. Uh, number two, um, if, if you're already a staff member, it might be a great idea for you to even use this podcast to share with somebody and say, "Hey, I want to introduce you to this great place that I work. Let me hit those three little share those little three little buttons. Hit share. Send a podcast right to your phone." Um, and uh, you can hear us talking with the VP of HR. You can hear us talking with various people that have had careers there. Uh, and um, and then number three, yes, uh, if you personally are listening to the podcast and you uh, are interested in uh, a career, extra hours, working a night shift, you know, getting out of debt. I mean, for some people, an extra 500 bucks a month would mean the difference between losing a car or a home. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there are many Americans that are picking up extra work. Um, my, can I make a recommendation? Pick up some work at Evergreen. Holy smokes. <laughs> you're going to, going to have benefits. If you're, by the way, if you're, if you're in university, um, you know, definitely, uh, get to that careers, uh, tab on that page, um, with all of the, uh, um, the, the, the college savings plan, um, and all of the things, there's so many benefits here to, uh, Evergreen. So, so thank you, ladies, for being with us today and sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us. 
Um, and uh, thank you to all of our listeners, all the community, everyone in the greater Oshkosh area and around the country, because it's the sixth best place in the world to retire <laughs> while in the Midwest. In the so yes, in the world. World. <laughs> listen, listen to my recommendation. This is the this is, uh, Look, it's the top of the world. Go there. You will love it. Uh, highly recommend Evergreen. Go to evergreenoshkosh.com uh, and uh, check out all the great stuff there. Get in touch with these great people here. Thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of Stories from Evergreen, an exceptional place to work and live. That concludes this episode of the Stories from Evergreen podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Make sure you check back regularly for new episodes and get connected to the culture of our community where at Evergreen, you're always a kid to someone. We'll see you again on the next episode.